This is SBS News in Easy English. I'm Peggy Giacomelos. An Indigenous woman has become the first person to die from COVID-19 in the Northern Territory. The unvaccinated woman, aged in her 70s, was from the outskirts of Catherine. The Northern Territory has also recorded two new cases of the virus. Chief Minister Michael Gunner says the death is news he'd hoped he'd never have to give. This is a period of great sorrow for a family and for an entire community. I know the media and others will afford them the privacy and respect they deserve. And we all grieve with them today. All Territorians grieve with them today. The Northern Territory outbreak currently stands at 60 cases. The death comes a day after health authorities confirmed the outbreak had spread to a third Aboriginal community. The outbreak started when an infected woman allegedly entered the Northern Territory illegally after travelling to Victoria and Queensland. Police Commissioner Jamie Chalker has confirmed police are investigating. Unfortunately, this death does apparently have links to a breach of Chief Health Officer directions. It appeared to be the seed that started the spread of COVID within the Northern Territory and as such major crime are now undertaking an investigation. New South Wales authorities say the latest Omicron infection could be the country's first case of community transmission of the new variant. The other cases have been found in overseas arrivals from southern Africa. The newest case is a student at Regent's Park Christian School in Western Sydney. The student has no links to overseas travel or people who have recently been overseas. New South Wales now has recorded nine cases of Omicron, bringing the national total to 10. Health Minister Brad Hazard says the overall numbers remain low. I think transmission is always a concern, but we also again need to just keep it in perspective at the moment that worldwide there's not a clarity around whether or not this particular variant is going to cause us anywhere near the problems that the earlier variants caused us. We're well placed if it does, uh, if it does uh, increase, but at the moment it's very early days. So I think my advice to the community is be cautious just the way you always have been, but don't uh, anticipate necessarily a rapid growth, but let's just go cautiously. Australian GP practices are reporting a rise in abuse from patients seeking COVID-19 vaccine exemptions. The Royal Australian College of General Practitioners says clinics in Victoria are seeing a rise in the number of people seeking exemptions when they are not eligible. Only a very small number of people can't get a particular vaccine, but there are other vaccine options available. The college has urged people not to listen to misinformation and to treat GPs and staff with respect. An international aid official says Afghanistan is experiencing many problems with drought, economic collapse and displacement all pushing the population 
in Tahangal. Afghanistan has been suffering from its worst drought in decades, which has reduced crops and affected incomes for farming families. United Nations statistics show 60% of the Afghan population suffer from hunger, including 8.7 million people living in near famine. Kabul resident Lena says she can't afford to feed her children. This happened because of the economic problems we have. There is no work. Everyone's economic situation has worsened since the Taliban came. Everyone is out of work. Malnutrition increased in Afghanistan. Cricket Australia says it may cancel the Perth's Ashes test as other cities show interest in hosting the event. The test is unlikely to take place in Perth because of Western Australia's hard COVID restrictions. WA Premier Mark McGowan is refusing to lift 14-day quarantine periods for anyone visiting Perth. And that's SBS News in Easy English. 